Hey, it's Amy Newmark. I'm off this week because I'm taking a staycation, something I've always recommended to our readers and never actually tried myself. I hope you enjoy some of my favorite episodes this week, and I'll see you next week. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. It's Friend Friday, and today we have a special guest, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton is part of the Chicken Soup for the Soul family now as we are co-owners of the positive journalism website that he co-founded, which is called aplus.com. So Ashton, welcome to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and thanks for taking your time. I know you're busy filming the next season of The Ranch, which I happen to love. It's a great show on Netflix. So I guess our audience knows that you are, you know, a very popular actor. Uh, They probably know that you just had your second child with your wife, Mila Kunis, but they may not know what I consider to be the most interesting thing about you, is, which is that you are a hugely successful investor and entrepreneur in the technology space. And you're also a very active philanthropist and activist. And I know you recently testified in front of Congress about the global issue. Of, it's a horrible issue of child sex trafficking. And you are on a mission to make the world a better place. And you've really combined these socially conscious activities with your technology background to create this positive journalism website called A+. And we're very happy that we now own A+, along with you. It's a really wonderful addition to the Chicken Soup for the Soul portfolio. It really helps us to, I guess, do our mission as well of changing the world in a positive way. So when did you start A plus and, and what was the impetus for that? Yeah, so I started, I don't know, it must have been like five years, six, six years ago. It, w- originally, what I was trying to do uh, was build a platform um, that was an independent review platform for the greatest products in the world so that uh, we could get like, uh, you know, absolute reviews without, without biases uh, on various products and try to aggregate like the best of everything in the world. And, you know, as often happens when you're building a company, um, if you don't hit a consumer market fit right away, you have to pivot. And we started writing just general articles um, about good things that were happening in the world. And those articles started to get real traction in the marketplace. And I I think it was just around a period of time where, you know, most media and news was either gossip or malicious media or just a bunch of pundits commenting on things and what was wrong with everything in the world. And, uh, and I think that there was an immediate fit uh, with a marketplace that was actually interested in learning about what was good about the world and, and uh, learning about things that, that would inspire them, learning about opportunities, learning about people that were sort of picking themselves up by the, by the bootstraps and, and doing, doing good things in the world. And uh, and it, it felt like it was the, the, the right match with the audience. And, and we started to get a lot of syndication around the articles um, and then and then just sort of kept doubling down on that mission of of writing things that would sort of be that daily dose of good for people 
uh, and pick them up and, and maybe inspire them to do some good in the world. Um, and it seems like it sounded, it sounded a real home. And then when we connected with chicken soup for the soul, it just seemed like we shared a mission, uh, and, and shared a, a, a drive and a passion for making the world uh, a little bit better. Uh, and, and so we found a home with you guys. Yeah, it's great. And I know that the audience for a plus is mostly millennials and, I don't think millennials are getting their news from any of the traditional places anymore. So this is great because now we can reach millennials. So how do we do positive journalism, but it's not just about puppies. It's still serious journalism. How do we cover the serious issues of the day and still do it as positive journalism? Yeah. So I think, I think that's kind of the trick. Um, you know, when, when we first got into to writing these uh, articles, there was kind of that balance between, uh, you know, puppies and turtles and then finding people that were actually, you know, building really cool, interesting things and, and, uh, and, and doing, doing things that, that were sort of outside the box to, to improve their lives and the lives of other people. And I think, you know, when I originally talked to my editorial staff, uh, you know, I said, we can cover all the same things that traditional news is tearing apart. Um, and you can actually cover riots and you can cover, um, uh, protests and you can cover, uh, you know, things that are happening in Syria. And, but, but instead of covering just the trauma of it and the blood and guts that kind of get headlines on behalf of other publications, you can cover the people in those situations that are doing the right thing, that are doing the better thing, that are doing the more inspired thing. You can cover the people that are finding their way out of poverty. You can cover the people that are doing peaceful protests and cover what their message is without having to put anyone down or, or, uh, or tear apart anybody else's agenda. And, and that's kind of been the, the sort of hard and fast rule of the journalists for A+, which is don't be afraid to cover something that isn't a pleasant thing just find the inspiration in it and find the action item that, that people can do and, and find the impetus to share because we are a social platform and all of our content is shared primarily over social media. And, and it's my belief that if you want people to share something over social, you have to give them an emotional attachment that is relative to themselves where by posting that piece of content, they're representing a piece of who they are. Um, and, and so that's really about sort of finding the emotional through line, but also the, how is this, how is this piece of journalism an action item for someone? And, and that's really what I tasked the editorial team to do. And, and I, I think they're doing an extraordinary job with it. Yeah, we've been really pleased. It's been so exciting for us to be joined with A+. I mean, the A+, team, they're all so young. I guess the gray-haired eminence there doesn't even have gray hair because he's only like in his early 40s or something, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. We're like, I think I'm probably older than most of their mothers at this point. But they're so smart, all of the kids at A+. We've really enjoyed working with them. And I think they're probably changing what people are seeing on the Internet. I mean, A+, A-plus is part of an overall movement, right? I mean, people are seeing different things on the Internet now than they used to. And the news has become so much more personal, right? You don't show Syria overall, you show a white helmet, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I've I've read a lot of books about news and journalism. And I always think about like, there's uh, one particular 
thing that I read that, that was about uh, how photographs tell stories and that, you know, they took like popular headline photographs and then they zoomed out on the photograph back to the original image from the cropped image that ended up becoming the one that was the headline image. And when, when you zoom out, you know, oftentimes the photographs are dramatizing scenarios uh, with a bias just to actually get people to read it. And, and I think we try to zoom out. I, you know, I, I have three stepdaughters that uh, I was raising them while they were all going through high school. And I was actually inspired by the next generation. They seemed to be more philanthropic. Um, and because they grew up with the internet, they were more global than my generation ever was. Um, and so I, I think these young folks that, that, that run this website, I think they have a different view of the world. I mean, they grew up with the whole world at their fingertips. When I grew up, the only way you were going to get a, a peek into the world was if your parents forced you to watch the news or read a newspaper. But because they're on the Internet, they're connected with people on Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat from around the world every single day. And I really think that they see themselves as global citizens um, that care about the plight of people all over the world. And so I think they just have a different perspective and and they are the right generation to sort of write the media landscape that seems to be so negative in so many ways. Yeah, it's kind of hard to understand what's going on today with all of the divisiveness and the hatred when we do have this opportunity to be globally connected and see people in other countries on a one-to-one basis, communicate with them directly. I mean, you can just go on Twitter or on Facebook and converse back and forth with someone in another country, something that people didn't have 20 years ago. It is pretty hard to imagine that people are ignoring that connectivity and still being intolerant and afraid of different cultures and religions and countries. But not only that, but I, I think what the Internet and, and what, what building a media platform on the Internet uh, allows you to do is actually catalyze people to become activists around movements. So every single article that comes out of A+, I, from my perspective, has the potential to become a movement uh, where people can catalyze around that particular article and in sharing it, create collectives that actually force change in the world for the better. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't been part of A-plus long enough to know any anecdotes about the impact. Have you seen any particular articles that caused something to happen that you can tell me about? Well, I know that, uh, you know, when the riots were happening in Missouri, we had uh, folks on the ground there um, that were a part of it. And and and, and I actually think that uh, our, some of the journalism that we were doing at that period of time, I think really sort of uh, started at spearhead some of the Black Lives Matter movement um, and, and really kind of uh, create an understanding around it that was beyond just, hey, these folks are angry, um, but put some da- data behind uh, why these folks are up, uh, upset and how they feel uh, underrepresented. Um, and and I, I think that, that we were definitely a big part of, of creating that, that movement. Um, I think just some of the other things that we, we've done have just you know, there was a, we did one video early on that where we put a chalkboard out in, uh, in New York and had people come up to the chalkboard and just write what their regrets were and then, and then erase those regrets and give, give them the opportunity to basically start over and, you know, take a clean slate at their lives. And I, I just think that those, they're, they're little things, but they just kind of inspire perspective, um, 
in the world. And, and, and I think that they've had, they've had great effects. Were some of their regrets that they didn't try something new? Yeah, exactly. That's great. On Monday, I'm going to be doing a podcast about shedding your fears and trying that new thing that you've been thinking about and putting off. We do. We talk about that all the time in our Chicken Soup for the Soul books. I'm a big proponent of stepping outside your comfort zone and trying something new because that is probably one of the things that people do regret later in life is what they didn't do and rather than what they did do. Yeah. And the worst thing that can happen is you fail. And the minute that you start to become comfortable with failure, you actually open up the opportunity to do anything you want. Oh, my God. You're basically like promoting my next batch of podcasts because I have another one that I'm <laughs> that I'm recording today, which is about not being afraid of failure because it's the fear of failure that stops you from trying things. And when you actually do try things and you fail, you realize that failing isn't such a big deal. Yeah. I read something once about like Michael Jordan's shooting percentage or something like relative to the number of shots that he took, how many he missed. Um, but you, you don't become Michael Jordan unless you take the shots. Um, you know, I work with entrepreneurs every day. I have like 120 investments in technology companies. And these are all people that are, that are, you know, taking on entire industries with new ideas. And, you know, the, you can always find a reason not to do something. It's, it's much harder to just inspire yourself to, to overcome all the reasons not to do something and actually give it a shot. And, you know, the crazy thing is, is that I think the reason why so many of these great new companies are coming from really young people is they have, uh, they have this sort of wonderful mix of naivete and ambition that allow them to take on things that other people who, who maybe are wiser uh, in, in some regards wouldn't even dare to take on. Um, but that, that little bit of naivete allows them to become extraordinarily risk averse and, and, and risk averse and just go for it. Uh, and, and oftentimes sort of challenges things and concepts that people feel to be, uh, static, uh, and, and, and that's where innovation comes from. So yeah, I, I'm surrounded by, by risk takers every day. That's great. You're speaking my language totally. Well, thank you so much. And um, I want to thank our listeners for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. If you want to learn more about A Plus and read some great articles that will make you feel good and inspire you and view some entertaining videos, then visit aplus.com. And if you want to learn more about all of the different things that Ashton Kutcher is involved in, visit his Facebook page. To learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, visit chickensoup.com. And as I said before, come back Monday because on Motivational Monday, we're going to be talking about shedding your fears and trying those new things that you've been thinking about, but then putting off. You're going to be proud of yourself for trying, and we're going to help you do it. 